Did you already press it? Yeah. <laughs> Just start it over. Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode 19 of season two of our podcast, right from the health ed classroom. Here's this week's hosts, Lauren and Reese. Hi, guys. It's Reese and Lauren back again with episode 19. And today we have three guests. Guys, introduce yourselves. I'm Trinija. I'm Monchika. I'm Audie. And today the topic on the podcast is mental health. For example, like depression, anxiety, like OCD, all those. And kind of like our big question is like, is it all in our heads and how do we cope with it? So the first question for you guys are, do you think mental health has gotten worse or better throughout the years? I think mental health is something that has been more gotten more awareness over the years there's always been a problem with mental health uh but since we've gotten given more awareness to the fact that it exists a lot of people are opening up or taking advantage of that fact so we really can't um uh, say that is it has it gotten worse or not yeah what do you guys think um, I think that it has gotten better for exact like going off of what Audie said, it has gotten better because knowing the amount of awareness that it's getting, people are just so much more open about it and they're they're not afraid to keep their feelings inside. Like they're ready to speak out and they're ready to um almost share their thoughts with someone who can give them a second opinion on what they're feeling and how they can cope with those different thoughts. I feel like now there's so much so many more like specialists that work with mental health. So like people have an option to go to people that specialize in that category and then get help. So yeah, it's Yeah, a, there's a lot more like uh support systems yeah. and stuff for in different categories people. of mental health. Yeah. I th- I think it's gotten worse. <laughs> um, well, like I think like the support system mean. has yeah. like yeah. the support system, system has has gotten, have, has gotten better and there's more um like awareness around it but like the amount of people affected by it have like i definitely think that number has gone that's like spiked to to be honest if i lived um if i was this age 10 years ago um what if whatever like i was feeling uh, any of of the feelings i wouldn't bring awareness to it i'd be like i'm just another kid but in reality I, technically, I w- would have been diagnosed with depression because of because of like the awareness that I said before. It's just that you don't realize. That's why. Yeah. I def I definitely agree with that. Okay, so another parents is our parent. Another parents. Another question <laughs> is, um, our parents a good influence on us, and do they help us make it more stressful, or? help us or worse i feel like it can go both ways almost um like i know that um at least in my case um a lot of the times like i am pressured to be like the best that i can be and like get the best grades that i can because um i need to show my parents or like it's almost like i need to prove to them that i can do this or i can't do that (laughs) but um at the same time my parents aren't like super mad when i do get a bad grade they're always (laughs) Like, um, they're always like, you know, you should do your best and you should just try your hardest because they know that, um, the type of person 
that I am, and they know that I won't stop after I get a bad grade. Yeah, so it can go both ways, and it honestly depends on the parents, too. Like, if they've had, like, situations and they they relate to you, they can, like, maybe help you out more. But then some parents don't really know what to do if you have a mental um, health issue. So if, like, if um, you're, like, coping with something or something and they don't know how to deal with it, then it could be a problem. I believe that um, it's how you take it in. You could think of your parents as a stress or someone who's helping, or you could think that it's their way of showing love. It's the way you take it in. I think I think sometimes if you're stressed, like parents and even like kids around you can, it could just be more stressful. And I think that's just like the first, first counting steps that start with anxiety. Right. And then like, it's all also perspective. Like some kids won't take it like that. They'll be like, they'll be stressed, but then they won't take everyone's opinions around them. But like some people will, they'll like absorb everything around them. So then it does, it could evolve into anxiety. Yeah. I mean, it does really depend on how the parents respond to it. Like if they're really new to it and they're like really surprised by the fact that you said, oh, I feel, you know, these different things. And I feel like um, I might be going through, um, like, anxiety or might have depression. Can you, can we, like, go to someone and check it out? Can I talk to someone? They might just be surprised and be like, no, suck it up and, or something like that. Like, some parents <laughs> can't do that. And they might just, I feel like they just don't know how to react to something um, so new to them because if they haven't gone through the same thing, they might not be able to relate as much. Um, which leads into the fact that it can make it so much more stressful for you because you feel just so like outcasted because if your own family doesn't accept you you feel like who will who's gonna listen to me who's gonna want to help me the dynamics are different for every single individual because you have different parents different families and you react a different way so it's yeah do you think do you think health classrooms help with and I know like they're spreading awareness like that's not yeah that's not like they're they're spreading the awareness but do you think talking about it like even like if we were in we are in a health classroom but if we were in class and there were individuals that had that like suffer from mental health do you think talking about it like in front of everyone and do you, like do you think that can sometimes make it better or worse for i definitely disagree with the fact that it makes it better um we're in middle school there's uh so many judgy people around us talking uh, talking about the fact that that there are mental illnesses and talking about that it exists is a different fact than talking about oh i suffer from this mental uh, illness because that's completely different in ways of oh how people are going to judge you how people are going to treat you different i like talking one like talking one-on-one -on -one with just one person you get very very scared but talking with the whole class, that's like a whole nother dynamic that you, I don't think will help. It'll just make things worse. Um, I feel like talking about it in health class can really take two different almost roads. It depends on if you're talking about, like Audie said, specifically to a person or specifically to a group of people who are going through those things or who have gone through those things or had like a relative who went through them and can share their experiences. Um, and that really just puts almost like a spotlight on you where you're like, you don't, 
you're really scared to talk about them because you don't know how the people around you are going to respond to what you're saying and to what your experiences were. But talking about it in a broader perspective, like um, not mentioning anyone's name or not mentioning um, a specific group of people who were going through those experiences, it can really help because just hearing from another person that, um, you know, other people are going through this, it's normal, I can do something to almost help or it can get better for me. I definitely agree with you because um, I think that sometimes if you keep like if you don't talk to people and if you have like serious mental health issues like that's how like people like it's like big but like that's how people like want to end their lives is because they feel so alone and they feel like they can't talk to anyone so I feel like like it could go both ways like you said. Yeah because like in a classroom, you can, like, getting a, getting all of this out, like, like a burden off your chest almost is, like, a good feeling. And then it could start, it has to start somewhere. Like, some you have, like, the awareness has to start somewhere. So it could be in a health classroom. And then you can realize that, oh, maybe I do like talking about, like, and it makes me feel better. So then you can go and, like, maybe talk to a therapist or, like, a um, person who specializes in that category. In, so, our, in our classroom, we read one letter. Yeah, was, was, yeah, yeah, the anonymous letter sent to Mr. Todnam, and we read it, and it just, it's really an eye-opener for a lot of people, because it just shows that there's so much more, because people who haven't gone through any of this, it just, it's like, just another I never, yeah, I never, no, 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 for people who haven't gone through this, they realize that, oh, he's serious, Oh, yeah. This there, is real. Like there are people yeah, around like, us who how does the that same work? Way. Are you not? Yet? No, I haven't done it oh. yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, spoiler. Just alert. give it. Just give like a little like one minute summary of how yeah. that works. So I mean, it's more meaningful if you. Yeah. There's yeah, yeah, by going through the process. Like, no everything. Yeah. It. No one can take his words away from him. It's you have to read it. It's you have to like go through everything that he did up to that one letter to just make it so much more meaningful. Um, and it just, like... Does he write the letter, or does... No, he, someone no, sent him the letter. No, it was somebody that sent him the letter. Yeah, and it was, like, you helped me through so much. So, uh, health just talking about definitely it. Yeah, health definitely helps. Like, it might not be, like, his own experiences or um, their, expo- like, their, like, personal issues, but, like, it could be just, like, in a setting, like, spreading awareness about the issue. It's just, like, helping them out to... Yeah, feel more my, like my accepted. Point, my point is the fact that he had a reason. Like he learned from health class, but he still sent it anonymously. Why? Because because of there's so many different things with society that oh you're looked at. It, I mean we're st- we're still in the age of like oh you have depression oh get over it like. Wait, he sent it anonymously. Yes. I thought he just crossed his name out. Uh-uh. He sent Did it. He sent it anonymously. Or she. Never mind. I have no idea. Yeah, but the person, they sent it anonymously for a reason. Okay. So, do you think society has an influence on mental health? Yes. Definitely. Because, like... In what ways? Because, um, like, how people, like, look at you or how people, like, judge a person with a mental illness can make the person person feel either worse or better like people could be accepting of the fact that you have a depression or anxiety or they can be like yeah exactly like get over it 
Like, why? That's not even real. Like, it's not an actual illness. Okay, that so, leads to our like our like big question is like, is it all in our heads? Like, and not just like mental health is called mental health. Like, again, it's something with the brain. But like, <laughs> like. I I don't know how to it explain is, it. it. Do you it get is, it? Is, I feel it's, like it's, it's all in your head. For no, sure. no, it's, it's, it's not in your all in yes. head. Yeah, okay, it's a real life. Okay, it's a real life tangible thing that people are di- diagnosed with it and everything. It's we not- just talked about this in the past. <laughs> in the past, ten years ago, I would think that nothing is wrong with me. Why? Because there's awareness to the fact. Some people have exaggerated mental health to the very tip top, but. They don't understand. You like you can't say anything about mental health without without actually going through it. You can't say that oh it's this oh it's that and or because it's if if someone comes up to you and says this is mental health and some random person like a therapist who technically has a degree but still says you have depression that becomes your mindset. You you have lost your war against depression before you even started it because someone told you you have depression. Okay. okay. So I, I'm, I'm going to step in because I think I think it could honestly think it could go both ways. Like, I feel like everyone has, like, anxiety, okay? Or not, like, like, yeah, some people have, like, a lot of, like, stress, okay? And some people can, it can lead to, like, big anxiety. But, like, I, like, I've been diagnosed with a mental health thing and, like, I feel like it does get worse when someone tells you that you, you have it. Like, I agree with that. I agree with but that do you point. think that... But I think it is, like, a real problem. I don't think it's, like... I don't think it's just, like, all in our heads, like... You're making it up. Yeah. Like, that's not Like, that's it's, not it's a real issue that is extremely hard to get over. Like, OCD, for example, like, that is just, like... Like, you don't even have control of it, and, like, you can't even describe it to someone. Okay. That's... That's... OCD is a like it's like a fact. I have OCD, yes or no. But so that's also a there's also but there's so many like different different like aspects to things like depression or anxiety. Those are just the top two popular ones, right? There you could you could be really depressed or you could be slightly depressed. There's there's no yes or no to it. Okay, but do you think okay. it's it's as real as um, other like il- like actual illnesses like maybe cancer or like stuff like that. Is it as no, real? No, it's not. It's not. No, because you don't know what's going on in your head. You don't know how to deal with it. Okay, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Okay, so can we like agree to disagree on that? Yeah. yeah. I don't think this is- okay, but do you guys like? Would you guys be interested in doing a part two on this? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Definitely. Okay, we can like go more into the topic of is it all in our heads Mm -hmm. so that'll be that'll be next time okay so let's like (laughs) um talk from that i didn't expect that to go that far (laughs) so okay okay a lot of these are debate um do you think social media hasn't (laughs) i can't even get over the okay do you think do you think social media has an influence on mental health definitely yeah yeah, because it's all, it's the opinions of um, people around you and people, like, all over the world just telling you, um, oh. And then maybe social media has, like, yeah. increased 
mental illness even more because like there's cyberbullying and people like anonymously are telling you stuff that about you that like you think is true. So it like opens up like it's like you take whatever insecurity. Yeah, you take whatever anybody you know on social media is saying to you, and you just you take it to the heart. Where even though it might not be true, you start believing it. So it just it opens, like she said, so many insecurities where you feel, oh, I'm not good enough, or I'm worthless, or um, I'll never do this right, I'll never do that right, and it just makes you feel so much lonely, which can loner. I lonelier, mean, lonelier yeah. sorry, which can lead to all um, the different mental health issues that are going around. But we have seen positive impacts from social media, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so we definitely need to do a part two, yes. I feel like. Okay, and we can go more into that. Okay, so I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. And Shana we will, and Slow will be next week. Yeah, um, and then we'll be back for a part two on this the week after that. Okay. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks to Srinija, Vanshika, and Audi for joining Lauren and Reese this week to have a discussion on mental health, including an open dialogue about mental illness, if schools and health classes help with mental health issues, and what influences emotional well-being in teens. In the two years of this podcast, I've noticed a few topics in life that the eighth graders tend to shy away from. I never try to push a topic onto our hosts. I merely support and help where I can. Some topics I may recommend, but in the end, it's ultimately the student's choice. Among those tough topics is this one, an open and honest conversation about mental health. I don't remember having a group of students brave enough to take this on, but here we are. We have what will end up being part one of an emotional and heartfelt discussion and debate about mental and emotional well-being. I'm proud to have the students put this out to the world. In health class, we obviously have in-depth discussions about mental health and the life skill that gets called self-management. This includes coping strategies for stress. It includes what resiliency and, and grit and determination are. It includes how it's healthy to be mindful and experience the slew of human emotions. And it includes mental disorders and how those can carry stigma. We also talk about what it means to be an advocate and how to break down any stigma that's out there. And obviously we want to provide resources to go to for valid information and for help. The, the goal is self-compassion and the goal is also empathy for others. For any teachers and parents out there, the SEL competencies or social emotional learning that comes with all of this includes self-awareness, social awareness, and again, the term self-management. In the end, we want young people in the 21st century to feel supported and to feel heard. And we want them to know that there is help if needed, but also how to perform simple tasks of self-care in their daily living. I love that the students today are asking tough questions and I love that they're responding with honest answers. We know that mental illness is not just, quote, in a person's head and, and that there it can be true that there's a chemical imbalance potentially that isn't outwardly apparent. We say that in class a lot, in fact. Just because you can't see something doesn't mean it isn't there. Again, just because you can't see it doesn't mean it isn't there. However, I see the point that a few of them made today with mental health awareness Sometimes people live up to any diagnosis that they might have, if that makes sense. Also with attention, particularly in the media, sometimes teens have an interest in self-diagnosing, which isn't what we want as educators and experts. Sometimes there's something called secondary trauma or what gets called or termed vicarious trauma. And that can certainly occur with friends or family. With mental health, things are tricky and, and it's difficult to diagnose and treat conditions. It's a very de delicate procedure, and so it should include the involvement from trained and licensed professionals. 
That being said, we never ever want to discount someone else's thoughts or feelings. So with anxiety, depression, or related issues, if you hear something, say something. I'm glad this conversation will continue. So stay tuned in two weeks as the whole group returns with Lauren and Reese for another dive into things. Often 15 minutes just isn't enough time. In fact, we'll see if they cover what they want to in that second segment or if they need even more time past that. Okay, in the show notes this week, I have lots of mental health resources for you. Of course, I've got the Suicide Prevention Lifeline in there. I have a NAMI link, which is the National Alliance of Mental Illness. That's one of the greatest links I have in there. It has all the helpline resources specific to various mental conditions. And I'm also going to link in the Healthy Mind Platter by David Rock and Daniel Siegel. This includes the seven essential brain activities we work so hard on in health class to practice. I recommend that to anyone, no matter what age, intellectual level, or emotional state. So check those out right after listening. Okay, that's it for now. Again, stay tuned in in two weeks to get back with this topic with Lauren and Reese. And then obviously next week, we'll return with our other two leaders on the school year, Salil and Shauna, and we continue into season two of the Life is the Future podcast. Okay, until then, thanks for tuning in.